politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. Up until now, the Trump administration has mounted an opaque and often chaotic response to this outbreak. I think she's incompetent, and I think she's not thinking about the country. We should all be working together. She's trying to create a panic. President Trump and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi again at odds, even as they both pledge to do what's necessary to help protect the American public from the spreading coronavirus. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and the stock market, along with many of your investments, has taken a huge hit in the midst of uncertainty over the health issue. The president and his administration have sought to calm fears related to the coronavirus, announcing that Vice President Mike Pence will be the point person to deal with it. President Trump's made clear from the first days of this administration we have no higher priority than the safety, security, health, and well-being of the American people. And from the first word of an outbreak of the coronavirus, the president took unprecedented steps to protect uh, the American people from the spread of this disease. But Democrats raised some doubts about whether the vice president is the right person for the job. And Pelosi says she was straightforward with him during a conversation they had after the president made the announcement. We have always had a very candid relationship, and I expressed to him the concern that I had of his being in this position while I look forward to working with him. Pelosi says her concerns are linked in part to when Pence was governor of Indiana and cuts were made to various health programs. Despite the political tensions surrounding the handling of the coronavirus, members of both parties have tried to stress that they're ready to work across the aisle. Liz Cheney is the third-ranking Republican in the House. This is not a time for partisanship. Pathogens do not respect party lines, and it's very important for all of us to come together and to work together to make sure that we're prepared. During a series of congressional budget hearings, Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar tried to reassure lawmakers that the administration is well prepared to handle the situation. The administration has requested $2.5 billion, known as a supplemental budget request, to deal with it. But Connecticut Senator Chris Murphy, a Democrat, pressed Azar on why the funding request wasn't made weeks ago when some lawmakers thought it was necessary. That was a mistake now in retrospect to not request that funding weeks ago at the beginning of this pandemic, correct? No, not at all. We had $105 million that we are spending from the Infectious Disease Rapid Response Fund. Three weeks ago was just two weeks into even knowing about this virus, which we've been very transparent briefing and working with you on. One can't know the contours or nature of the disease or its progression to even know what to request at that point and what that would involve. And indeed, today we've seen one one of your colleagues was questioning if we even know enough to make a request at this point. And so we're making the request. We believe we know enough to do that now. What was knowable three weeks ago is that when you make a request of Congress, the money doesn't occur and be created overnight. It's a process to come up with that legislation. And then you acknowledge yourself that even once you get that funding, um, you then need to go out and uh, create markets uh, for some of the products that have shortages. And so uh, many of us did see the need early on because we knew that it would take a long time in order to get this funding uh, through the process. And I think we've lost critical days uh, and weeks. The Senate's top Democrat, Chuck Schumer, has suggested $8.5 billion may be needed, but the funding plan will likely be lower, though still in the billions of dollars. Despite all the political back and forth, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell believes appropriators will hammer out an agreement relatively soon. I feel confident, Mr. President, that the coronavirus does not care about partisan bickering or political news cycles. 
This new disease is not going to press pause so that members can engage in performative outrage that gets us farther from results rather than closer. Bipartisan discussions are already underway among our colleagues on the Appropriations Committee. I have full confidence that Chairman Shelby, Senator Leahy, and our colleagues are fully capable of handling this quite well. I have faith the committee will carefully consider the right sum to appropriate at this time to ensure our nation's needs are fully funded. I hope they can work expeditiously so the full Senate would be able to take up the legislation within the next two weeks. And I hope as we move forward through this challenge, this body can put reflexive partisanship aside and uphold the spirit of cooperation and collaboration that this will require. As the nation and the world work to deal with the coronavirus, the race for the Democratic presidential nomination rolls on. And following the South Carolina primary, the candidates are competing in primaries in 14 states on Super Tuesday, including California, Texas, Virginia, and North Carolina, the most delegate-rich states in this crucial part of the campaign. Former Vice President Joe Biden is hoping to use momentum from South Carolina to gain on the frontrunner, Senator Bernie Sanders, who came under fire in the latest debate. Nine people shot dead by a white supremacist. Bernie voted five times against the Brady Bill. I'm not saying he's responsible for the nine deaths, but that Thank man you. would not have been able to get that weapon. I like Bernie. We came in together to the Senate, but I do not think that this is the best person to lead the ticket. I'm hearing my name mentioned a little bit tonight. <laughs> I wonder why. The latest polls show Sanders leads in California as well as Texas. Whatever happens, there's little doubt the Democratic field is going to get smaller. But the race may still be far from decided. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. 